0: Oh, what's going on everybody? Welcome to episode 706 of Floor Wrestling Radio Live. I'm back, I'm your host Christian Piles, back from Oslo. I'm joined today by Ben Funky Askren, JD Raider, and uh there's a dog here too. You don't see him and you might not hear him, but you're going to see him right now. His name is Murphy. He is uh a little 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 puffball there. Whose
1: dog is that?
0: That's not my dog. Isn't is my J- dog. That's JD's dog. That's his guard dog.
1: Oh, man. JD, JD is uh, a vicious killer. He's
0: very vulnerable, so he has to have the gut, the, the dog here. Hey, back from World's Amazing World Championships. Uh, a, lot, a lot to get into from there. Um, I won the the success that, that Team USA had was was phenomenal. And the ups and downs and the undulations of we're going to do it. Oh, no wait we're back mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. ah just a little bit just then you got nothing but nits to pick about we do this this thing happens we win and it's a little similar on the women's side as well but i mean there, there's no denying we're the greatest uh, freestyle nation in the world right that's unquestionable at this point it's just a matter of, <laughs> are we going to ascend to the top of the top of both and i think you know i i kind of maintain um we Will our women's team will eventually pass Japan? I think we'll eventually pass them, like yeah. almost certainly for good. Like it'll be almost kind of like how Russia is now with I, us in the men's side. How far off? I'm sorry, I, 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 I can't
1: remember why you said that. Why do you say that again?
0: Because we're, our athletes are coming through, and that's it. We're we're just the women's dressing st- here is still
2: it's, it's relative so, infancy. It's
0: so new, and and right now we're getting. I think we're getting out. Um, the, 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 that is a program of process, and and and. But I think when the the same program as the the men's program. It's just we have right. amazing athletes in the men's program. That's why you know Japan is where they are. This Is my opinion, right? It's an opinion.
3: Yeah. And I sure. think
0: eventually sure. our athletes are going to get in all these weight classes, and we're really good right now. We're we're in a golden age of, of, of women's wrestling, but we're only getting better. And we've got these yeah. these young athletes that have the benefits that. Helen and Adeline even really didn't have in Tamira of like all the um, the infrastructure with the teams and the yeah. age level and the, that development and they're just there. There's just more access to better coaching and the sports growing and in ten. I think it's you know maybe five to ten years before it happens, but I think it's going to happen and, uh, on the men's side. Is, I think it's always going to be a dogfight with Russia, and I think eventually we're gonna we're gonna beat them some years. Some years they're gonna beat us. Um, you know we if we're we are there's all these little things that could have happened and, and you don't want to isolate anyone. Unfortunately, one of the hardest things I've, I really felt for, and I don't think Kyle carries it or where, where, where is it or even worries about it. But man, the fact that it, it is coming down to Kyle so many times and it just seems like it all hinges on him. I think it's really crappy that you have to beat maybe the greatest wrestler ever to, to do that. And all that kind of pressure, I don't think he carries it or feels it, but I, I know it was something I was, I was talking with Jaden afterwards. He's like, man, it's, it's, it sucks for Kyle that it, uh, this was after the match, and um, yeah. it, it kind of comes down to him every time. Um, when really it was, you know, if this thing happened, if if one of our guys wins a, a silver or gold instead of silver, it, yeah. you or know,
1: even, even if they would have lost that bronze match at seventy kilograms, didn't it? Yeah, was in the Sergeyev-Snyder match wouldn't have mattered.
0: Yes, yes. So it was all these little things, and you know, we're was that our window to beat Russia because you know. You know speculation it wasn't their best team or whatever I mean that's a pretty freaking
1: good team they sent seven number yeah. ones um they sent one then uh, you see but you say like at, at 65 it's not like they could get more points they got the maximum amount. exactly
0: exactly and and you know kind of spare me on the rashid off it guys won one at one time I mean he's really good but he's not some freak of nature yeah guy i mean this chakia is gonna be good and man magomedov i they, they're they're saying that the 61 world champ who is as good as anyone i watch wrestle
2: he's going up apparently which will be really exciting to watch how that you can goes, have a though. good team race or not team race but a good wrestle for the 65 spot absolutely next year
0: absolutely and i love that guy i think he's really good i mean i it's hard to it's hard to know where to start with this, with with world's recap and, and everything going on. Yeah. I will say the most exhilarating, interesting, gut, t- difficult part was that day, and I don't know how it felt watching, but in the room that day, that Iran had when they were when they literally won every match, I think they went like sixteen so and, 0 and zero or
2: something like and, that,
0: and and all those semis, and it was it was funny because the first match, the fifty seven guy, uh, Sarlak, he wins, and you're like. He comes from behind, you're like, oh, this is kind of cool. It's like, because the, 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 how long glute – it was not like, oh, it was mostly Iranian fans. It's like, there was basically no other fans other than Iranian <laughs> fans. Like, the Team USA contingent was just like our wrestlers and coaches that weren't wrestling. It, there was not a lot of USA fans for obvious reasons. But so is- I,
1: I got a question. <coughs> Sorry, I got a question. I heard that the fans weren't from America weren't allowed in. I saw a couple specific posts. Why were there all the other fans allowed in cuz I saw the person from America posting initially and then I saw all the fans and I thought what in the world is going on here?
0: Well, really, I mean, as far as fa- fans that were there, it was Iranians who are not from Iran. These these are people that live Swedish in like Norway. Iran, no- Norway,
1: right? Oh, so you're you in Norway, yeah. Duh.
0: So there was um you know there were some Norway fans, there were some Swedish fans, but really, in the arena itself there were there were no other real groups of fans it was all people from that area, so yeah, I mean we we had to have a letter from u w w with all this specific stuff that said we were coming there to cover the the world championships, otherwise, yeah like a uh, uh, just a fan, it would have been really tough for them to go if if possible at all so but the um after they won at 57 you're like oh this is cool and then after it happened the second time or you're like oh this is going to happen it's going to be like this today and then you know that the yazdani taylor match is like at the end you're like is this going to be is this going to be as the time it happens and mm-hmm. even going in i'm curious i know you probably have talked about it but i'm curious what your thoughts were with that match with how it was trending going into the second period because to me I felt, hey, we're 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 headed back. Um, we're we're
1: we're headed down the same road. You know what I'm saying? Um, yes. Yeah, so I I guess I would say it didn't look like, and then it didn't play out as. Yes, yeah, I didn't get as tired as he did um, in the other matches. So. I think that was kind of i was at i mean it did look like when david got it on the first opportunity that hey maybe he's gonna be able to convert this um and then you know i think we didn't convert on the first takedown Then it was like oh man we're gonna have a hard time scoring these takedowns to win this match
0: yeah i thought uh david david talked about it pretty uh at length he's like i didn't finish the single if i finish the single i probably win i didn't finish it and so you know basically i lost and i guess
2: that's where the the margins are. Um, I went back and rewatched, and I I did a video on it too. That's on the site. But Yastani also made a clear emphasis to go to the under back to the underhook, which he went away from in Tokyo. He didn't get to his underhook from standing until minute ten into the match in Tokyo, and only spent like forty two or forty three seconds total. Part of that was. And a grounded off David Taylor's shot in the first period in Tokyo mm-hmm. versus a minute and a half in Oslo. I think that kind of helped. Like Yazdani's comfortable in an underhook; he's not going to get as worn out. Versus when it's David Taylor collar tying and working his ties, I think that helped a lot.
0: Well, was it was it Yazdani staying away from it or David able to stay out of it at it, the Olympics? No, and
2: it was Yazdani not going to it. He didn't even attempt it as much. Yeah, that's weird in Tokyo. So I think he might have game plan to try and mix it up and get less tired in Tokyo, possibly. But was like, what am I doing? I underhook.
0: Yeah. There was so much time in over-under where there's, you know, basically once you're in there, it's sort of tough to to fight your way out of yes. it. It was just he was able uh-huh. to chew up so much time just from getting to those positions
2: um and avoid scrambles when you're in there david taylor's not shooting and you're not scrambling there was basically no scrambles in the entire match even when he took his one shot his cross knee pick or he ended up coming to the closer one but that was a quick finish <laughs> yeah yeah right away yeah so it was uh it was um you know that was it was a great
0: match it was man it was just absolutely unglued in there i don't know how did how did it feel watching was it like did the iranians day feel inevitable after a couple of those comeback wins
2: no. I didn't think so. Like I, no. I, still thought David was gonna get him, and even late because, yeah. like, yeah. when Yasani came yeah. out pretty strong, it's like he's not gonna last. And then David yeah. got that takedown. It's like, here, we, here go. we go, just like every other time. But he couldn't, couldn't finish that single.
1: Yeah, yeah, he kind of lasted. Good, good,
2: good endurance. Unfortunately, this time. Yeah. So I, I would love to
0: see it again. It's a,
2: it's a fun.
1: Fun rivalry, for sure.
2: I'm much more excited for their next match versus Satchelive-Snyder. Yeah. yeah, I think so. We are going to
1: see it again, right, Christian, next year, pretty soon?
2: Oh, wh- What do you mean? Which one? Well, I mean, Yazdani, Yazdani
0: probably... and
1: Taylor are going to happen again. Oh, sure, yeah.
0: I mean, the th- yeah. I mean, man, what, but also we're probably going to see Snyder-Satchelive again. What's getting in the way of that, yeah. you know?
1: Well, I mean, right now, Yazdani and Taylor are so separated from the pack and True. Kyle still has had some tough matches. and I mean he's made the final twice now. But Yazdani you know, Taylor are just like so far above everybody else in that weight class unless there's an injury or something else they're gonna wrestle. Um Snyder, I mean I see him making the finals, but he's obviously had some difficult matches in the last year or so.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think with with Yazdani Taylor, yeah, it's it's exactly what you said. And and man, t- how Kyle made the finals is like I've watched oh, yeah. that so many times, and I just I cannot put myself in in his opponent's mind huh, what he was. I, mean, I have that, no that, idea yeah, what that. he was thinking. That's like it's one thing, it's one thing to be leading and try to protect your lead, and you deviate from your game plan, and then you you get taken down. Right, we've seen that play out. But for him to just like eight seconds left, take a, a just a brutally bad shot. On the edge there no to way. get a yeah. pointless step out. I mean, I say pointless, but you know, was, you, you've you've well, got you've well, got the match won, and Kyle just yeah. couldn't get get his offense off against this guy. And
1: to yeah. do that, well, Kyle get, was so close right before that though, Christian. That that uh, that one flurry, yeah, right before that, it was like I really thought he was going to get it. He just didn't quite get it.
0: And my thought on that sequence leading into that one is. That took so much out because just six minutes with Kyle is just a lot for all of them, and I think that previous sequence actually is what won it for him. And that dude just lost his mind from exhaustion from that previous moment, and yeah, then just took a took a possible. shot that and got pancaked through. It was awesome, but I couldn't be, I could not believe it happened. We got the clip here if you didn't see it live. It's eight seconds left, and he just.
1: It's what not some I super
0: am. pretty pancake or anything. It's just like Kyle yeah. just horses him up and throws him by. Um, yeah. I, I couldn't believe it when it happened. Uh, and maybe he thought he would be able to drive him out Ralph for that step out.
1: It. I don't know what he was thinking. Yeah. Man, that was good. Um, so the other thing, I guess, I, I, I wanted to up a little bit earlier when we were talking about the team race, and that could have affected, and, you know, Russia, we, you know, you could argue they didn't bring all the number ones. But the, the, the differentiator for me was that our our best guys did what our best guys do, right? And they placed really well. And the real down part was, you know, at some of these other weight classes where we think, hey, they're not as deep because some of the guys aren't coming. You know, Yanni didn't get any high-level points. James Green got a couple points, I think, for it was seven, seventh place or eighth place or something. Mm-hmm. But that would have been like, if we could have just got a few more points out of those dudes, that would have been uh, a nice difference maker also. That's yeah.
2: where I think the shallow field actually kind of helped Russia. A lot of times you'll see where they have guys that do that and don't place. But because of the shallower field, pretty much all of them meddled. Uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head if any of them didn't.
1: They didn't meddle yeah, yeah, they got eight medals. Yeah,
2: but like they'll have one or two more versus not. Almost all their guys came back for bronze, at least this time around.
0: Yeah, I mean, that that was a
2: huge thing. I mean...
0: If if Yanni just had Sebastian Rivera's draw, we probably probably win. You know? We hit you know, I think ultimately it'll be it'll be good for Yanni, the the way it it played out for him because I think uh Tavanian wrestled the exact kind of style that's gonna give someone like Yanni problems. Like position, don't engage, no exchanges, like none. And yeah,
1: he had to get in there and bang him a little harder. I mean, really, if you get physical with him. Yeah, maybe, and maybe so. Um,
0: but at, and then that guy tries that same thing, and he gets he goes up against Godziev of Poland, who basically has the same strategy but better. And Who's what, the
1: king of nothing.
0: What a thorn that guy has been in our side. J.O., Yanni here,
1: and then... hey, but- No, no, no. Godziev knocked out James Green. Yeah, he's 70-kill. Oh, yeah. He knocked yeah. out Green. Oh, oh, wow, I'm really missing. He is her a bit. pain in her butt. Listen, Kedziev Get- by Ramoff, Yeah. He
2: lost to him next round. Yeah. Yes, by Ramoff.
1: Yes. And then he, yeah. Well, I mean, freaking Kedziev's the worst. He's he's terrible. He does nothing at all.
0: He really just yeah,
1: he he has
0: gamed. That it's pretty tough to game the freestyle thing, but he he pretty much gamed the rules to a to a world title. By the way. It's, it's pretty tough to do. Uh, but he yeah. he did it, um, but yeah, he did jam us up a little bit there. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, Yanni, Yanni, we we thought. Listen, we had huge expectations for Yanni coming into this, yeah. and we thought you know yeah. world title, a world medal. We thought the streak was broken. I think we unanimously said, hey, the streak's going to get broken. And then I think. to get broken. And then it did didn't happen. Did and if it had, we would. I mean, yeah. there, all these little things, and and you know we win a title, so it that was my broader point about Kyle. You know, when it comes down to him, it didn't really come down to him, but it did. Uh, yeah. Just because it's, it's tough. and Yeah, so looking at the team moving forward, I'm curious how much different where, – where do you see the weights where we can have some real turnover? Because I, I think, think so much have, of our team is set.
1: Yes, I think we're going to have seven, eight of the same guys in the next uh two to three years. I agree. You know, I For think sure.
0: – And I don't know who's – and if you look at the guys who okay, who's vulnerable? Maybe quiz, but not really. Well, it's tough to, to Spencer's to... gonna wrestle
1: off Spencer's gonna wrestle off Gilman. Hopefully, That's, you know, yeah, that, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, he's going okay. He's going, he's going at some point. He's, at, at some, some point. point it's gonna happen. Yeah, at some point it will happen. If um, he's healthy, you know. Stop. It's gonna happen at some he's point. He's wrestled one senior um,
2: level freestyle tournament
1: ever. Okay, listen, it's gonna happen at some point. He's gonna, I'm saying I they're, hope they're, so. They're, they might have to bring him in a wheelchair, it will happen, okay? Um Gilman, I'm sorry, Gilman. You guys got me distracted. Dayton Fix, you, a lot of those guys eh, before the last month and a half, I would say, well, Dayton Fix is going to be really competitive and back and forth with. Now he's kind of murdered all those guys. What at if trials Vito moves up? Look at Worlds. Who? Vito. Listen, that Dayton. I don't feel like these dudes. Yeah, that no, Dayton. I don't no feel way. like it. I don't feel like he's vulnerable. I don't either. I don't. I don't. See,
0: he's sitting out. Sixty-one.
1: Yeah. I mean he. You got to beat him twice.
0: The, the difference between that Dayton, I and mean, we saw it at trials. We said, we said it yes. as soon as we wow. saw it. Okay, different. He's or maybe not different. More of the words different. are he, yeah, he's, he's back, sure. right? Definitely different from what we had seen Olympic trials, even NCAAs, and, and you could maybe just point to really a, the Roman and.
1: And maybe a little of the Desanto match. But not dip. Christian. To your point, it, it was different. That was the best Dayton we've ever seen by far. I mean, even the one that made the team by beating Gilman didn't have a huge amount of success at Worlds. That was for sure the best Dayton. This dude texted
2: his state. way to the World Finals. I was
1: gonna say yes. I mean, listen, it's the best version of Dayton ever, no doubt. But we
0: yeah. we saw him chew through Junior Worlds in similar fashion. Right, and that's not some chump tournament. That's one of the toughest tournaments in the world, and not just weight mm-hmm. class-wise, and he destroyed everyone in it. And that's, that's the last time I remember him really, really doing it all the way through like that. And what he did sure. to his side, which was a tough side and a tough draw that had a world champion on his side, and he yeah. just killed everyone. And then he went close with a guy that chewed through everyone. Um and, yeah. and we're, we're, Magomedov's going to go on and he's going to have a great career and he's already he won six straight senior world uh, title um, tournaments tournaments so, uh, yeah who's I don't I mean I love Vito and I'm kind of like all too off I think Vito's amazing but I end up picking him to lose uh more frequently than not but I think yeah. the matchup for Dayton versus Vito I've always thought it just it's just a good matchup for. For Dayton, because of De, Vito's gonna come at him and, and do, and yeah, you, you just can't take this guy down. He's just like when he's on Dayton fix. It's like man, and then plus the parterre, such a such so a good. He
1: gets one chance on top, boom, he's scoring. That points. was
0: that was one of the big differences. Is like he didn't get a chance on top against Magomedov. I still think he could have won that match if a few yeah. a few little things happened differently. If he gets to work on the edge to finish that takedown it's a different thing if he gets to work to finish the the exchange that was stopped prematurely
1: so I, I was thinking about it. we we had text about that initially I, I agreed with you as, the, as I think back on it he was not in a very good position and then seeing how well Mega Madoff uh, did that second period against leg attacks was like oh man he probably was the chances maybe he was not. scoring that were pretty small well maybe his, not. his his I mean it's kind of like that Chorella defense where I call we're, we're draping the side. He was so strong there, like Ridiculous. he was in a lot of trouble. Yeah, he was in a lot of trouble at the end of the first period also, where that guy was about to go behind him too. Svidikov did the really same good. thing
0: against uh, Magomedov in the Olympic finals. Just he, they just fold dudes from there.
1: Like it looks easy. Yeah. It's Ascarnesque, yeah. dare I say? <laughs> uh, only when I'm wrestling the high school kids.
0: There you go. Hey, it still counts. <laughs> it still counts so yeah he um i mean date yeah I, so if you want to talk about the the quote unquote vulnerable weight classes i guess you could say 57 with with spencer i mean you can say yeah, it but man, 65 we're talking about a world champ 65 nick but lee. nick lee nick lee for sure is is, is a potential disruptor if, yeah. if zane comes down He's a disruptor. obviously. He's a former world teamer. He took
2: one match, too, in the final. Joey took
0: a match. Is Jordan done with 65? It doesn't seem like that would make sense. If he's going through 24, he's going to have to come back down. So 65 is only going to get tougher domestically,
2: and 65 is only going to get tougher
0: internationally.
2: Hey, Jordan did uh, confirm, broke your heart, he's going back down to 74. That is his plan.
0: Listen. There's still time to, to work. To work my master <laughs> plan. Yet. He's not going this year. You know, he's he's no, not this year. He's gonna he's gonna have some more time. I, I, yeah. Listen, my master plan is clear. He needs to not go back down. Uh, he needs to go up. Now, my master plan um, will probably but not probably go, go up. to fruition. But man, go out go out full and see what you can do. A he seven- could get
2: redemption for 2016, sort of. What What do you mean? Ogan's against just Dani won his bracket in 2016. Well, yeah, I mean oh, the, the path
0: to get on the team is gonna be ridiculous for him. For, um, you know, you're talking at that time, eighty six in twenty twenty four, David's gonna be sitting out almost guaranteed. Uh you're gonna have Aaron Brooks's research Aaron Brooks, Zahid Valencia, oh. Jordan. I mean that four right Heidley. there. Yeah, Trent. Trent will be in there. So that that's gonna be insane. But man, look at it how I mean Jordan looked great. I think, I think the weight is a big difference. I, I mean, that's not even... To me, it's it's obvious that's the difference, right? And you can say, maybe... Uh, maybe I get... Am I given too much cre- credit to that? I don't know. But watching what he was able to do against Dake there versus what he was able to do to this world field, I just think it's a different thing. And Dake certainly could have just pass Jordan by. I think that's part of it, too. That could be a thing, right? But I also think you don't get your... I'd love to see that match at 79. That would That'd be... be fun. I, I'll it? say this. That's a more
1: interesting match at 79 than 74. Real? Ah, you're making a lot of the weight. Let's call it 76 and a half. Cut it in the middle. What's wrong? I mean, Kyle Dake's a two-time
0: world champ at 79 kilograms. He's... He... Yeah. i am
1: right. just messing with you. Okay. Yes.
0: But yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, may- maybe I'm maybe I'm off there, and may- maybe it's a smoke signal from from JB. You never know. Mm. Yeah, I'm coming down. I'm coming down. I'm coming down. Yeah, I'll be coming back down.
1: No, going up. Hey, I don't want. I don't want to. I don't wanna burst your bubble, but listen. Been listening to this guy David Sinclair, who's um aging expert and he's coming out with a test where you can do a mouse swab and t- test your biological age so we will soon be able to prove or disprove Kyle Dick's hypothesis
0: of cell- cellular
1: health are you going to are you going to swab his mouth well the problem is we don't have one from a few years back yes yeah, so we, we just sneak up. we could sneak up and maybe drink a water bottle we swipe it there you know and then we have his age and he doesn't even know and then we could test it I bet again Dick does. Next year. We get one but, now. Well, we, all we well, I was, don't know that I don't know that they're for sale right now, but they, he was talking about in the near future they will be it will be a possibility. All right, we need to go. We just need to get a sample now
0: and just test it in like four months, in five months, one year, and we'll see. Okay. He's older yes. or younger, and then we'll know for yes. sure. What it was, let's talk about Kyle Dake, his performance, winning win, winning 74 kilograms. Oh, oh we felt pretty we felt super confident going to the Olympics. He was going to win. Did didn't work out, but uh, at seventy four, we felt good that he was going to be the, the champion here. Just your overall thoughts on his performance, and and Sal Kazanov from Slovakia was was obviously fantastic.
1: He was good. I mean, there, there was a slight amount of worry when Sal Kazanov was able to get it on a couple shots that kind of we almost like blew through him, like Jordan Burrows was not able to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, Kyle Dake pretty much c- controlled the uh, the entire tournament from from start to finish. Uh, and I want the, the match. I don't want to see Burroughs versus Dake. I mean, I would, but I don't twist my arm. Um, but the match I really want to see is Dake versus Sitikov. It's the one match here we've seen him versus Chimizo. we've seen chimizo Burroughs, we've seen Sitikov Burroughs, we've seen Dake, we've seen Dake Burroughs. We have not seen Dake Sitikov, so it's so unfortunate that him haven't been able to see this yet.
0: Yeah, I want to see it too. Uh... Very obviously. And, you know, we talked to Kyle about, hey, those guys weren't here, Karim Agamadov. And I said, are you surprised they weren't here? He's like, not at all. He's like, I knew they weren't going to come. He's like – he was basically like they do this for – they don't do this for the reasons that we do it, right? I do it because I just love doing this. They do it for the lifestyle it gives them. And they weren't going to be here, and I knew it. Um, But he really really hopes he's there in 21, I'm sure – or 22 – and i i think i think he will be i think he'll he'll be yeah, coming oh back yeah. th- then and you know they'll need they'll it's Chimizu done cuz he's kind of getting older a little bit is he getting older i guess so i mean he made, he made a world final in like 2010 <laughs> i bet he goes through 2024 he's got to go through 24 at this point um let's let's see how old is is our man right? from
2: 29
0: 29 he's
2: got yeah. it plus cuban's
0: age very well they de- they <laughs> freaking do.
1: <laughs>
0: um, mm-hmm. It was it was too bad Cuba wasn't there at the at Worlds. But yeah, Dake, 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 uh, he wrestled awesome. It was cool seeing Jordan and Dake go back to back, like they did. Uh, we're really skipping around a lot. We talked a little Sorry. about Yanni and James. That's definitely
1: my fault. I got ADHD can't help it. Sorry. Yeah, you,
0: you got HGTV. It's all right. Uh, HGTV.
1: Let's...
0: Gilman. Great, great performance by him. He continues to to look awesome. It felt, it felt inevitable after he pinned Mutaleev. It's like that all was right, awesome. Well, well he's. Yes. Gonna, I mean, that was that was the the crazy day. That was when we went like sixteen and one or something, just mm-hmm. absurd. And you're like, we're gonna yes. do this. We're gonna do this. And That just shows how hard. And then the next day, it was like Iran's gonna do this. And then it's like, no, no, no. This is Russia. <laughs> this is our tournament. Um and but but Gilman looked awesome. I mean the uh I'm surprised how competitive the the, the Iranian was with him and it's sort of competitive, sort of not he
1: Sort the, of, because he was up five oh.
0: He was up five oh. Exactly. Yeah. But this that Sarlacks good, man. I mean, I think we thought coming in whatever and then Fluke went over Atley, but
1: Yeah.
0: He he straight up beat him and then he looked good against against Gilman, but Gilman's just on a on a different level right now, and he's sitting out at 57, and we'll see who comes through. If it's if it's yeah. spent, and I kind of I don't know how to segue this, but listening to to Tom and Terry Brand's interviews got had me fired up for the upcoming college season. If you haven't listened to Andy Hamilton, Kyle Klingman's interview with with all these Iowa guys, including Tom and Terry, they're fantastic. And Terry was talking about. Covid and how it jammed things up and set some things back, and he said, "Listen, let's call it what it is. If if 2020 happens the way it's supposed to, Spencer Lee's an Olympic champion, right? He's basically saying he's beaten, he beats Gilman. He and that was, and, they, and then Terry sort of alluded to like Thomas leaving because they of Spencer, right? Now that that's their opinion and, and their perspective, but that's what was more or less alluded to." So it got me all the more excited for that potential matchup yeah. because they they're, they saw those battles and said, "Hey, this
2: is this is how it was gonna go." Um, they saw those battles with twenty nineteen, twenty early twenty twenty Thomas Gilman though. Well, sure, it's Thomas but, Gilman different. It is
1: that is, dude. It is true. Gil, Gilman has taken some steps for sure.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, he jumped the same levels as Dayton. What's that? He jumped the same levels as Dayton.
1: Yeah. Thomas Gilman's jump levels is different. Thomas Gilman,
2: yeah,
0: I mean he's, uh, no? I mean he's Olympic bronze and a world medal. We didn't think that was, but I mean,
1: I want to see would, the match still, but it's different. It's definitely.
0: Yeah, different I'm not saying Thomas he's. Gilman. I'm
2: picking him to beat Spencer. I'm just saying, it, can't always go off of that match it, two years ago.
0: No, no doubt. <laughs> but I mean, th- it's an interesting perspective that they have, and I think that was the pers- that was the widely held perspective going into April. Everyone thought this is what's yeah. going to happen. Spencer's
1: going to make the team win okay. the Olympics. Yeah, and a, but a lot of people thought Nick Soriano was going to beat uh, Thomas Gilman also. And now what we've seen, we've seen Thomas Gilman jump levels. And so, listen, I'm excited to see Spencer Lee versus Thomas Gilman, but I am far from writing this as a foregone conclusion because Terry Brands told me that's going to be the case.
0: So what would you say, okay, I'll, Ben, I want your opinion on this. Yeah, so You're watching, watching Thomas Gilman. What are you seeing that is different?
1: Um, you know, I, I think he's talked about it. Just, I think it's a certain level of uh, fun. I, you know, I said at the Olympics, it was the single leg finishing was a really big deal. Um, I think he's just kind of wrestling more complete and a little more relaxed. It's kind yeah. of what it comes down to.
0: I think all the mindset I'll, shift. I mean, I'm watching him, and it, it's the same stuff he always won with. In my opinion, it's mm-hmm. underhooks, position, single legs. yeah
1: but at the the end of the day this was it was this is how I judge everything is it comes down to functionality um there the the results he's gotten in the last two tournaments are distinctly different from the results he'd been having the couple years previous now he did have the world silver uh in 20 what 17 17. but Mm -hmm. if we look at 18 19 20 even some of the tournaments that were happening in early 21 and then we look at the results he's had those are distinctly different things, and maybe it just looks a, just a little bit different. Maybe it's, you know, there's no huge different things, but the the outcome, the outcome of what he's gotten is is distinctly different.
0: Yeah, um, well, that's that goes without question. You know, going yeah. bronze and then gold. Um,
1: it's not even like, you know, and the broads, it's not like this dude got whooped by Yugeev. U- he was right freaking there. I mean, like as close as you can get to beating Yugeev. So, I mean, he used to, what was this, nine matches or ten matches between the two tournaments, and he just looked really outstanding. I mean, think about those dudes he whooped in the Wrestlebacks at the Olympics. Like, those are really good guys, and he, he gave them the beatdown. Yeah, he smashed them. He smashed a lot of
0: guys here. He went pin, tech. Tech and then
1: kind of cruise in the final five zero and then five yeah. three and I actually kind of thought that the German was kind of a bum a little bit I was you know I actually kind of dude he kind he of he's a legend push, he what what do you mean
0: I mean he beat the Russian that he helped put us in position
1: for to uh, yeah,
2: that yeah, I mean, team race hopes a lot. Of.
1: So that's what I, when he, when Thomas gave up those first couple of points. It was like, oh, okay, this is old Thomas. You know, he tried rushing in and he got dumped, and then and then he kind of settles into his rhythm and, and kind of picks the guy apart and, and texts him the second period. And I'm like, okay, well, that guy wasn't very good. But then that dude beat the Russian dude. I'm like, okay, wow, maybe I didn't give Gilman enough credit for picking that dude apart. Yeah, I th- I think I I was super impressed with Lair, um, horse Lair, yeah, which is a
0: just as good a name as they as they come
1: horse slayer because <laughs> Gil- Gilman gave up five points and so he was down five two and so he scored 13 points in a row on this guy I mean he really picked him apart and yeah and then the guy beat the mutily and so I you know it's like wow it was really really good performance by Gilman there yeah he
0: did great and yeah it's Sp- Spencer versus Gilman I hope we see it I hope we see it soon um I I don't know you know I what's the latest on Spencer's health and where he's at with the knees and everything,
2: so that'll that'll obviously tell, tell how he gets through this NCA season. That's probably domestic match number two that I want to see.
1: Number one. Wait,
2: what's one? Jaden Kyle.
1: Jaden oh, versus Kyle. Is a good one.
2: Jade I don't know.
0: I'm I'm kind of ready to. I'm I'm ready to. For me, it's the lightweights. For me, it's mm. Spencer versus. It's Spencer versus Thomas. It's Spen- I st- listen. I'm going to say it again. Still the match for me is Spencer-Dayton. That's the match I really, really want to see. And, yeah, there's Gilman. Yeah, there's the – but I don't know why. I just do. I just feel like that generation, uh, the Spencer-Dayton-Soriano rivalry is just something I'm really drawn to and interested in. And after Mm. seeing Dayton's performance, I'm more interested in it because I think, you know, now he's got to come back down to 57, which I think he will – when I it,
2: hate the six weights, but it does give us some great brackets. Well, we I thought we thought we well, wanted it
0: in April, and then freaking COVID and Spencer's injuries ended up taking a lot of steam out of fifty-seven.
1: Yeah, but I was gonna say about those about those matchups. I, I want—I mean, it, it obviously adds if the if the matches actually mean something. So obviously, uh, in the near future, probably twenty twenty-four, we'll see it. But Spencer and Dayton aren't wrestling off in the next couple of years. Dayton's gonna stay up. Um, Kyle and Jaden is same thing Jaden's gonna stay down so those you know whereas Spencer and Thomas we know they're
2: that? gonna what Jaden's staying Which down one? I would assume so but he he was saying like I'm going right back up after no I think Jaden's staying down I think he he, goes, yeah. he, uh, think he said down.
0: talking with him I he really wants to win a team title really badly and I think, yeah, I think clearly
2: he, he needs to sit down at 92 then he,
0: yeah yeah uh so I think he will stay down. I think that's the right probably the right call.
1: Yeah. So then Gilman Spencer's the only one that's really for the team because those other ones are gonna be uh different weight classes for the, at least for the next couple of years.
0: What do you think about the with thinking about Jaden, you know, he adds another world medal, he lo- he lost to the Iranian. I think we would probably say he beats him more uh, times than he beats him. That was yeah. that was tough. Um but his training situation NJRTC Olympic training center. How important is it in your opinion that Jaden just has a place where he trains and that's just like home and you train there and you go and, and that, and that's that, or is it okay that it's like he's maybe splitting some time?
1: Yeah. I, I don't love that. He keeps switching clubs, you know, cause he was with the Ohio RTC for a minute and I don't know how much he actually went there. It didn't seem like it was very much, um, you didn't see much connection there. Um, yeah, I mean obviously I understand the allure of the RTCs and they're probably paying us a really good money, but I, I think yes, it is probably important that he spends a lot of time in one place. I think it's fine to have two opinions. Um, but if if I were gonna get two opinions it'd be like I spend 80% of my time in one place and then maybe I go you know uh, one month every every you know, sorry one week every couple months and get an opinion from someone else who I valued their opinion. something to that effect gotcha okay um
0: what where else do you want to go here
1: um that's probably i mean i don't know we, we talked about we talked about a lot last week obviously so i think we kind of uh have discussed everything at this point gotcha um the
0: ladies um you th- how much i don't know how much you d- you dug into their performance they're right there i think their team next year They they're really excited i mean Talking with Coach Steiner afterwards, he's like, "We can win. We can win next year." And he was referring to some of the, the the team they have, and then the the young talent they have coming in. Someone like Amita Lore, Kennedy Blades back in the mix. And there's only ten weights, but the, he felt really, really excited about them. I think a big factor is fifty three is tough because a- Amy Fernside's really, really good, but she's not a 53 really she's she's too small for that weight, and mm. we could have a, a potential world champion there with with Jakara if she goes back down yeah and then you get Jenna who's world bronze and then between Amit and Kennedy if they get in the lineup then it's 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 super formidable yeah um, so is
1: Helen are, 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 I don't I guess Messi's question Helen and Adeline are they sticking around for the next um till 2024 Done deal?
0: Well, I, th- I think Helen's – I asked Helen this specifically, and she basically said it is – that's ba- basically her intentions. It's what she okay. wants to do. And she's like, yeah. things, things happen, things change. But that's where her head's at at that current – at the current point Got in it. time. And Adeline, I don't know as much. She, I remember after the Olympics, she was basically like –
2: she came on, and she was. Well, she wasn't happy that she had to decide so quickly if she was no. going to compete. Man, yeah, and a lot of
0: the ladies were talking about that. <clears throat> that you know, Tamira talked about it. Adeline talked about it. Sarah didn't talk specifically that I heard on camera about it, but apparently it was a conversation. Like the turnaround was really tough for them, and you know they were not super. You know, they not that they didn't want to. I don't want to misrepresent, but it was it was a tough thing to get them
1: all. Back on
0: board yeah, it's, and wanting to do it. It's such a question. Well especially turnaround.
1: especially the ones who got what they wanted at the Olympics. And this is why we didn't we saw a lot of the Russians not do it, right? You gave Rashidov Sidakov. We saw them not turn around and wrestle again because they just got their freaking Olympic title something you've you know, you've probably strived for for a very long period of time. And yes. now they're saying, Oh hey, like, how about you hop back in here and start training again two weeks later? Like, nah, you want to enjoy your time. So yeah, absolutely it's tough. Yeah, um. So that was great. You no, know, I mean, well, and, well and hold on, because to that point, also, sorry that a bunch of the Japanese gold medalists didn't wrestle. Also, right? None,
0: none, zero, none, none of their Olympians.
1: Okay. Yeah, wrestled none of the Olympians. Yeah,
0: yeah. And their their next crop is really really good in Japan, and that was pretty obvious. There, yes.
2: Fujinami for me was OW and breakout star for the women. Seventeen years old, tacked away. To a world gold without giving up a point—that's ridiculous. That, that's alarming. That's alarming. They're,
0: yeah. I mean, they're—they're they're the gold standard for—for for a reason. Um, yeah. And f- they won fifty-three at the Olympics too, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes.
2: They're super well, good. Helen, for me, if she wasn't hasn't already, she basically like cemented herself as best U.S. woman wrestler. Uh, I saw you said this, but
1: Adeline has two more titles. Uh, I guess what what's your take Helen's, on that? Helen's
2: Olympic gold, where she beat like goat of goats, yeah, trumps it. for yeah. me, and she has trailblazer. Okay. She was the first Olympic gold for the woman. Yeah, and yeah. Right. part of it is aesthetics. <laughs> like she aesthetically is a better wrestler. Yeah, okay. she's. I mean, yeah, she is. She is fantastic,
0: and she looked. She once again looked great. I mean, we knew at the Olympics it's like full on Helen's back, and she was able to maintain it so well. It was, it was awesome to see her back on top, and mm-hmm. it's great for great for the program. And yeah, she's been able to do it at different weights too, which is which is really impressive. You know, her Olympic title I think was at 53 kilos. Now she's went four kilos up is uh, substantial in the women's category. It's like two, uh, you know, there's a weight in between there, so that's pretty yeah. good. She's awesome. Uh, Oh, we didn't didn't really talk about Snyder, Sadulayev. Not that there's a ton to say, but there did seem to be a little bit of uh, not confusion, but people were upset about the double shot clock. I was.
1: I was all fired up. Really? I made made a very compelling argument. Probably should have listened to FRL that morning.
0: Maybe so. I mean, when I was watching it, I was like, he's going to go on the clock again. I, th- I so, thought yeah. he was. So
1: my, my contention, my whole contention was the fact that someone has to get put on the shot clock twice is, is stupid. Um, so he, here's the argument that I made very simply. Your your point of the shot clock is so the match is not N-0-0 because if they match N-0-0, you do not have a way to determine the winner. So you, you need a point on the board. That is the reason for the shot clock, Right. And so the fact that we we have to, it's almost mandated, if there's a low score, we're going to have a second shot clock in the second period. I think it's unnecessary because if you give the first one in the first period, it's you've essentially now determined a winner because there is a point on the board. So in that second period, obviously, if, if the person being offensive has changed and the guy with zero points is being offensive, you can reward him by giving him a shot clock point, Right. If the person losing with zero points is being is stalling a lot and it's very egregious, then yes, we can give the person with one point another a shot clock, which would make it two to zero and not one to one, right? But if the action is relatively even and it's not like, oh my gosh, that one guy is stalling, right. why do we need to give him a second point? Because now if Kyle Snyder scores, and anybody really, right, if they score a real point, a push-out point, for example, a real wrestling point, not a given one, not to give one because we got a shot clock, but a real wrestling point. They still lose the match. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like the the need, the desire to have to give, let's nah, say it. the necessity to have to give a second point, I think is completely unnecessary. Because the first point establishes what they want to happen. And if there is need for a second point, you can give it, but you don't have to do it. Okay, well...
0: That's it's two different things, in my opinion, Ben. Because what do you mean? You're talking you mean about that? well, you're talking about your principled view First on what major. you you're you're talking about what you would prefer the rules to be. I'm talking about the way I see wrestling matches called every single time, and how sure. they have basically said this is how we're going to call the
1: match, right? But there's so, not actually a rule that says they have to call two shot clocks.
0: No, I do think that. Um, there may be something about like a scoreless period, but uh, it's the
2: first period. You can't go through the zero, first period, yes. yeah. Scoreless, yes.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. There is no, there. There's not a written rule that says, "Hey, this the written guy- rule might
2: be like, oh, call passive." <laughs> like if a wrestler is being passive, call passive.
0: Well, that's true too. And you know, we could debate if Kyle was or wasn't being passive, but th- how that second period was materializing, it seemed obvious to me that Kyle was going to go on the clock again. And that's just how we've yeah. seen it called. He wasn't controlling center. Sageliv was simply yeah. put, you're going to go on the clock. He wasn't scoring. Scoring is the way that to not get put on the clock, and he wasn't scoring yeah. either. Most of the yeah. time, sometimes they get a little weird with it and they'll put the guy on that's been scoring, put him on the clock cuz they think he's evading. But in general, in general, how they call passivity is how I personally saw it called in the Sadiliev match. As much as it pains me, and as much as I didn't want that to be the case, I thought he'd go on the clock again, and then it's yeah. not. Then, and it still is there to be won. A takedown and you're winning, and you get yeah. ducked and you gu- get gutted, and then it's it's game over, game over. And yeah, just get credit to you. Got to give credit to Sadiliev. I mean, uh, this guy he. Did the turnaround? He didn't have to do. Um Sion just rolls up. He's sitting in front. It's not even lit. I don't even know what he's doing. He's just. I, <laughs> he may have got kicked out of. He's his in work, your head. No, he's here. He's not in my head. I. He's. No, I mean he's. In he's just head here. Though. Here he comes. <laughs> and he. He's want. Look at him. This is a Sion.
3: What's up, people?
0: What's, What's Cian? up,
3: Sion? Hey, CP was. That's in my Oslo. favorite flow well, right there. Doing that morning show. And I got I think I saw like 3 or 4 text message from CP and call, "Hey, what are you doing on the show?" <laughs> he was calling me from Oslo.
0: More lies. See on the line. You didn't call
3: me from Oslo?
0: Did I? 3 times? What? No. Did I call you?
3: Man, you want me to Not go get about my phone? this. Do you want me to go get my
0: phone? Why would he be get calling your me phone. from Oslo? Get your phone. I kind of don't think I called you from Oslo. If I did, it was Related to other issues Man, we were so
1: having. Hey, Christian, Christian, could you ask our Penn State? Oh, tell, get back, tell me. Come get back, back here,
0: ben, ben. wants to ask you a question, Sion. I'll relay it. Oh. This is great radio. Well,
1: Sion, <laughs> you're you're our Penn State correspondent, and the season has officially started. You got any news out of State College? From any North news
0: North? out of State College? <laughs> no, you don't have any news. Listen. Y'all leave me out of your. Uh, look at that. Hey, that's. that's I thought that he, was our correspondent. He no correspondent. He's, he's, <laughs> no.
1: Spy. He's spy
0: spy. Yeah, he maybe relays the information, the flow information to them. It's probably working that way, not the other. Oh, he's yeah. a double agent. <laughs> there he goes. He's out the door. J.D. Lock it. <laughs> Lock the door. I guess I did call him.
2: Absolutely unrelated to this, but
0: I don't, I don't remember. All right,
2: I have the rule book up here. Rule Any book. time the refereeing body agrees the wrestler is blocking, interlocking fingers, thwarting his opponent, and or generally avoiding wrestling, referee, referee signals to the wrestler: caution, blue or red. Yeah, and maybe we anytime. Should...
1: I, I, yeah. Back to my initial point: there's no reason to give two points to the same person. If if one point solves the issue, one point solves the issue, and then let them wrestle it out. So it's really simple. But can I say
0: the same thing? Like, uh, if they give the point, it doesn't change anything for for Kyle. He's got a score
1: right what do you mean the second point no because at one point because a push out would win it if it's 1-0 yeah it makes a big or or right or even I mean even probably worse maybe than that's that what they're like okay well here's what I even, think they're even worse to than that Christian would be if I was almost getting a takedown and you dive out of bounds to evade the takedown it's, it's caution and one and now you win 2-1 well
0: here's what I would say and I'm not saying that's the case in the Kyle match but what would be maybe worse is if you've got a guy that He's passive the entire first period. He gets put on the clock, and they take your interpretation. And he's passive the second period, but they don't put him on the clock. And then the last thirty seconds, he s- steals the match with a step out. That would not
1: be well. So ideal to my either. point, it, well, he's actually scored the only offensive point. I said if it's egregious, if if it's very clear. But the Snyder said Julyev like sage was a little more aggressive but it wasn't like wow that one dude he's being really aggressive he's really controlling center and the other dude he's really passive he's really backing away it was like essentially probably a little more aggressive but it's not like oh my god stuff yeah,
0: yeah i don't i don't know
1: so we have the optionality here's what, we have the optionality of giving a second point but it's not mandatory yes okay
0: well i think i think in general it's it's fine, and he's got to he got you know? yeah. ca- to score. Yeah,
1: we kind of hard. We can't score on this
0: guy. I mean, we have, d- who can? You know, he did give up a, yeah. a weird four, but I think oh yes, yeah. so he, he's like there's a different level he's bringing when he's wrestling Kyle versus when he's wrestling some of these other guys, and he's never going to give up a four to Kyle like that because he's yeah. just going to be so much more because he knows the the level of focus he has to bring. Yeah, um, but man, the 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 path that this guy's on is uh, is pretty incredible. And yeah. we, we and they're not a huge American storyline here at 125. But Zare is just this guy is phenomenal. Um, Potential yeah.
2: OW took out two legends and didn't give up a point until the final.
0: Yeah, he's he's ridiculous. He moves to two and one against Gino, who is a legend in his own right. This guy's only twenty. He cut a promo against Gable, you know, and had the backflips and all. Listen, the King and I love it.
1: You, you know, missed he, it. He I, already, I, I already, I already texted Triple <laughs> H. Set up the match. Some WrestleMania next summer. We already set it up. For, <laughs> WrestleMania.
2: I said the same thing. Listen,
1: biggest platform possible. Tell tell me, I have ben. great
2: ideas, Christian.
1: No, you stop. Terrible WrestleMania. Idea. Shoot match, real match, shoot match, and then they can have a budding rivalry after that. What do you that mean? The greatest like this idea you've ever heard? All right. Terrible idea. I'm about to walk off the set because you're insults.
0: All right. Well, stop having terrible ideas. They should do a real wrestling match. Unless you're saying
1: that's what I said. I said a shoot match, okay.
0: a real one. Question: Are there going to be what? turnbuckles?
1: No, I'm going to be the referee. There's no no turnbuckles. I'm the referee.
0: So you're you're gonna up. you're gonna get rid of the whole thing. And put an put an actual wrestling mat
2: down.
1: Yeah, and yeah. They're yeah, gonna do a
2: freestyle wrestling match at WrestleMania. Yeah. Yes, the Swayze sure. is in the chat saying WrestleMania isn't until the spring. So,
1: yeah, that's what I'm saying. Next year, that's what I said.
2: That would actually be a brilliant move by the WWE.
1: Hello, hello. Yeah, thank you, Christian. Now you're recognizing the brilliance of my idea. And I did. I texted Triple well, and he said he said they're on it. Okay, name drop. Um, well, here's
0: the thing. I'm just saying. Listen, I'm trying to make things happen here. Well, you, you got to forgive me a little bit because every single other match in WWE history has been fake and
1: without. Uh, there's, been, there's, there's been a couple. There's been a couple of real ones. D- d-
0: d- what did they? Any? Which of them did not involve turnbuckles?
1: Which and real actually, one did not we, involve turnbuckles? If we want to go back far enough, if we want to go back far enough, you know, WWE came from real wrestling. I don't know if you know that. I didn't know that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Frank Gotch.
1: Yeah. If we go back far enough, it was actually real wrestling. And then somewhere along the line, right, there was a divergent path where they wanted to make it a little more exciting. So then they kind of, you know, played into a little bit and then a little more and then a little more. And you know, and you see where it goes.
0: Got it. And then it became a fake thing. Then it became a multi-million. possibly.
1: Listen, you're, listen, if Zare and Stevenson wrestle at uh, WrestleMania next year, Christian, you're not invited. Oh, I'm going. You're out. You, you're out. You no, no, you're not. You're uninvited. You're not. StubHub, alone.
0: you can't stop me. I'll get in. I'll get in. WWE is a flow sports invest investor, sir. So you're out. Well, I'm going to tell him I'm going to give him a picture of you. You're barred. You're out. I can, I can go in disguise, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll sneak in. Um, all right. Good job. How
1: awesome would that be? And it would be the biggest platform possibly for, uh, uh, you know, WrestleMania. They, they get quite a few viewers. Quite, quite a several. I would love it. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's go. Let's
2: go. Triple H. What a yeah, they already that's got. A, hey, listen. Well, so they already got one of the. Flow flow.
1: They already have one of the people under contract, so they just have to get the other one. It's pretty simple.
2: All right. I want okay. to see them wrestle, like for real, on fluorescent.org and then go fight in a ring. Fight each other? Yeah. Just this fight.
1: Oh boy. I don't
2: know. Um. Yeah. I mean, we're talking Hulk
1: Hogan, Iron Sheik type stuff here. All right. Cool.
0: Let's. Um, Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> You guys are in. Let's talk. Let's talk a little more. A little Iowa wrestling. They had. Well, a... We should
2: mention um, Hancock bringing home bronze. Okay. Before we get out of here, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool.
0: <laughs> Go ahead. Speak. Speak on it, sir. Uh, not. Not. Not much more to say. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, it's good. GiAngelo said that age level success is good to see him bring it home uh, and get it done. He was right there in that semi. Now,
2: him getting put on um, the second passive or whatever when he lost, I don't know if I agree with that. I thought that one was not warranted. but
1: I don't uh, even really understand the Greco rules, so I can't comment.
2: <laughs> Greco has not 100%, but by and large part, become a control, control center parterre. and then get put on top. Yeah, it's a parterre contest. It's, it's a Gadziev contest. Get put on top. And then uh, be good on top, and you will win. There Which, J'Angelo doesn't always play that, and he didn't, and he still won bronze, so yes. props to him. He's very good. Um, I think, man, he, he could have medaled at the Olympics.
0: I think we really felt that, and it's good to see him bringing home here. The world's really good at Greco, and it's hard to be good there. Okay. Iowa, please allow me. Can Big, we play a few
1: of these videos?
0: Heck yeah! I really want. I want to get to this Terry one on Nelson here in a little bit because it's it. I think it's in line with a lot of what we frequently talk about on the coaching mental side uh, of of Terry's approach to to Nelson. So let's play this and we can talk about it.
1: Oh, I'm okay. Can I get a question? We play this so you guys can keep get it queued up. I want to. I want Tom Brands getting the the Kinnick Stadium all juiced up after that.
0: Oh, I uh, I sent that in the chat, but I didn't put it. I didn't okay. get it. Right.
1: After after the after the Tom Brand or Terry Brands. Ah, uh, yes. yeah, let's do Terry now.
4: Approach to bringing him up in the sport. I think, Talking about I think, Nelson. From my vantage point was interesting because he he didn't get here with you know fifteen hundred matches under his belt, uh, like maybe what you see young kids growing up now wrestling so much. How did you formulate a plan for him in the sport uh, to where? Oh, here he is at uh, I don't know 21 22 years old seems like still getting better and better and hungry to continue to learn well again it, it's the same as Kyle's question was at the beginning um, you get to know him and I know my kid I know I, I remember the first time that he wrestled I mean we went to a tournament and he really wasn't ready um, and and even in the practice room you know I was like I don't know And he wanted to go so bad and we went and it was a it was a battle and he ended up doing a really really good job but it was a struggle and the battle wasn't on the mat the battle was emotionally you know what if i get beat or what if i if i get beat what does that mean and if i win what does that mean for my future and you know there was just a lot of these these unspoken of questions that were being answered all at once for him and and if i didn't know my own kid then i would not have been able to make those decisions now if he was more ready earlier and could handle that emotional and that spiritual side a little bit earlier then you go harder earlier you know you go about it that way and it's not about the matches it's about when you're ready to compete and do you understand what competition is about that's my opinion that doesn't mean i'm right but that's my opinion and that's how he was reared and, and that's how we approached him. When I say we, Michelle and I, that's how we approached him, you know, since the, the second he came out of the womb, you know. Some kids, you, they want to be close to your body to sleep. Some kids want to be in their bassinet, I think is the word, to sleep. And you got to know that. you got to know that. And if you're a hoverer or a smotherer, And that kid needs space to sleep at a really, really young age. And you're, you know, maybe he gets too hot. I don't know what it is. But, you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? So it's from the time that he was born all the way until the time that you decide that his career is over that I got to be in touch with who he is. And then after his career, obviously, as a dad and a mentor and a friend, you know, our connection is very rock solid. And, It's so awesome because the things that he likes to do, he likes to shoot and split wood and, you know, stack wood and, you know, hike and, you know, go to the mountains and do that kind of thing. Those are the things that I like to do. And I didn't make him do that. I maybe made him work for me, wink, but I didn't make him do that. I didn't say, you have to like this stuff. You have to like to shoot. You know, you have to like to chainsaw, but he loves it. So what were you look nice. looking
0: back? Love the chainsaw. Hey, uh, <laughs> who doesn't love? I love, the chainsaw? love the chainsaw. I love who the stump doesn't? grind chainsaw. Uh, it's
1: my life. I need Nelson Brands living in my basement or something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I I thought this was interesting because it's something we've talked about with youth wrestling yeah. and some of these kids, they're they're wrestling like crazy and I like how Terry was like that could have been the case for Nelson and they would have gone down that road if they thought that would, would be the right path for him. And so it was basically like some people think they like hard stop, should not wrestle a bunch of matches, right? And it's bad, bad for their development. Some think, Hey, let them go. They can be really good and it's good for some kids. And I feel like Terry said that both ways are correct. And the correct way for Nelson, which is playing out was Less early, more on on the on the back end of his quote unquote wrestling career. So I thought that was interesting, and I figured Ben that, that would be something that you'd be that fascinated great. to
1: hear. Yeah, no, I, I really liked it. I thought he's nailed it, spot on, um, and I agree completely. Now let's hear Tom Brett, Tom get him all juiced up at Kinnick Stadium. All right, we
0: got that. We got this footage. Come on, this is awesome. This is a mo- big weekend in Iowa City. Let's from play our it. man
2: Big Jim Kelly.
0: Big Jim Kelly, let's go. Or we're gonna play this. <laughs> I think we're gonna play it. Are we gonna play it? This is so. This is uh, if you don't know, if you don't have Uh-oh. a television or phone, Iowa beat Penn State at the uh, at Iowa. It was three versus four. It was a crazy game. Both undefeated. And every. Like this was the Iowa recruiting weekend. They had like everything. all down. these guys there. Jesse Mendez was there, Rogue, all these guys. And um, what a weekend for them to be there and Tom got to, the team was on the field and Tom got grabbed the mic and gave a quick minute speech and got the crew the crowd fired up. Here you go. Maybe. All right, hey. Hey, Coach the head
3: coach Tom
4: Gordon, you are awesome, but I got this interview from here, look at these guys, they're hungry and lean and mean like that hawk that was on the field, I love that hawk that was on this field.
0: No, they go on to um, <laughs> they beat Penn State. Oh, this rookie yes, look at this. Oh, look at these guys. Jacob Warner, the ladies' man himself. Ladies' man, Max J- Murren. And Max Murren, the snake keeper. <laughs> <laughs> the crocodile hunter. Snake Max, the snake whisperer, the parcel tongue, the crocodile hunter, Max oh, Murin on the field. It's probably, yeah. So seemed like that was out. awesome. If you're listening, they that pop awesome. tops.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Gene shorts for Jacob went, Warner. Classic George. It went chicken fight style. Yeah. So to, to get the mm-hmm. crowd fired up. That must have been a, a wild scene. That, that's what. That's what one eye with the game. That Max right Mirren, there. Yep. Max Muran and Jacob Warner. Well, who's to say? And you, now they're ranked number two in the country. It, it wasn't Penn State's uh, number one QB getting hurt and their backup being awful. It wasn't that. No. It was... We got
1: excuses? Top. Didn't you hear Tom Muran's anytime, anyone, anywhere? Stay calm. It's G20 in Nebraska. Well, these guys don't care. Uh-huh. JD, the
0: Hawkeye hater. He's Listen, he's from, he's from the greater Iowa State uh, area. Jewel, Iowa, Hamilton County. And uh, he's going to be—he and he and uh, going to bring the Hawkeye hate <laughs> for sure. Uh, but, no
2: hate for the Hawkeyes. They're number two in the country. Oh, that was hate. Yeah, you, you you're, that was you're, hate. you're, you're taking it's, away. A, it's a fact that Penn State's quarterback got hurt, and their backup was not good. This that is, is just a fact. Oh yeah. my gosh! Oh wow! Hey, break! Hey Ben, there was an injury what? in football.
1: How crazy! What a, what a bananas <laughs> thing to have happened. <laughs> What's next, Ben? Uh, Listen. Wow, JD. What excuses. Hey, so that got me all jacked up. When the hell does uh, Iowa wrestle Penn State? Is it on the schedule? It's it's around. January the... 28th. I am my book, my hotel already. Christian, are we going I'm, to that? Because we won go, last time. Let's
0: go. Let's go. We I'm should bring, go. Me and I'm bringing Caleb with... again. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do Radio it. Radio show or what? Yeah, why not?
1: Okay, let's do it. I'm in. Let's do
0: it let's uh we'll get it we'll get it in, we'll in the budget we'll go it'll be a great time it's gonna be insane it's gonna be crazier than the last one you
1: and think uh, so? or you think i will run away with it because if if they don't figure out something to 25 spencer, spencer lee's getting six there let's see then we're gonna go three we're gonna go three we're gonna go <laughs> 49 who do they have 49 well, wait you're just
0: saying three three for who at 33
1: penn state Penn, okay. I Penn's given Roman, and I'm given uh, Nick Lee. They are national champs, so I think it's fair to give them the wins. Diplomatic, right? yeah. Yes, I think that's fair. Diplomatic. Then Iowa's going to win at 49. Iowa wins at 57. Iowa wins at 65. Yeah. Oh.
0: But, but now- then,
1: but then, 74, 84, go Penn State's way. 97. Ooh, maybe though no, we're tied. We're tied going into heavyweight. Oh, it's going to be lit. Kirk Fleet, Let's
0: do it. Cassiope. And listen, Kirk, it's going to be interesting. I mean, Cassiope's got this like physical transformation. He's going to be awesome. Kirk Fleet's going to be better next year, too, guys. I mean, both these guys are going to be better. Yeah. Cassiope's going to be better. Kirk Fleet's going to be better. I think the match could look different in a couple ways. One, I mean, Kirk. If Kirkley can't, if he goes bottom and again, I do, I don't know. He may still be there, but if he can make it about neutral, it's an interesting match, right? But we'll see. I mean, we saw what this guy did at trials. We know he's he's there neutral wise, but seven minutes with Cassiopeia will be another thing. And twenty five, you know, they're they're let's just say it. They're they're hoping for Soriano. They want Soriano, right? They're
1: in pursuit of him. Yeah. Right, and but he all- is. But you're he is not enrolled. It would be second in- semester as well. That'd be second semester. Yeah, yeah. second semester. He, he is what not enrolled anywhere right now? No, he's, he's not, not enrolled, enrolled anywhere right now.
0: It wouldn't be till January if it happens. Uh, but yeah, if they get if they get Soriano, then um, I you know I don't think he's beating Spencer. But you're not getting teched. You're not getting pinned. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, that that'll be crazy. Yeah. And, and but here's the
1: thing. Well so if that'll if, have if, a
0: bigger impact on the team race than uh dual meet, in my opinion.
1: Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. yeah. But in a dual meet, that would that would mean I mean, obviously crazy stuff could happen, but that would mean that Penn State, under my scenario, Penn State's leading going into heavyweight because it sort of doesn't give a bonus. True. True. Yeah.
0: So yeah, that'll be a that'll be an insane duel. I mean, Penn State was doing it looked like they were going to upset him last time in 2019 when we were there. And then Kimmer flipped the script and beat Mark Hall, and then they were able to go on and win. Because remember, they took the default loss at 33 with, um, with DeSanto and, and RBY. Yeah. And then 41, I think, didn't go their way. Because I, I don't even think Muren wrestled, um, if I'm remembering correctly. And Nick Lee beat up Happel. I could be completely yeah. misremembering. I'm going no, to no. Really no.
1: Muir and wrestle. It was uh, Lee Lee beat up on somebody. I don't recall who it was. Yeah.
0: So and then boom, Kimmer flipped it, beat them because Chenzo beat Bull
1: finally in a yes.
0: crazy crazy match. So it was a crazy duel, one of the crazier duels that I can was recall. Awesome. Um, so exciting stuff there.
2: Back in Carver too.
0: Back in Carver. Yeah, they get the they kind of get the twofer there. Yeah. Which is sort of rare. Um, I, I I don't want to just uh, you know kind of regurgitating a little bit of what I just heard, but um, some of the more interesting things from Coach Brands. He talked openly about how like they know when Spencer graduates, there's going to be a, all kinds of people coming after him trying to to get him to their RTC, and they know they know that they feel good about keeping him, but they understand that everyone and their brother is going to want Spencer, right? Um, yeah. He talked about DeSanto and that he wished the public could see what they see from him, you know, almost all the time. And that, you know, he basically, he said like, hey, he can't get out of his own way sometimes, but he really went to bat for him and and vouched for him. And I thought one of the most interesting parts was, I think the question was contrasting or comparing his first crop that won three titles in a row versus this crew he's got here, and the similarities and differences. And he said, "These guys love being on the mat. They love to wrestle, and they had a they had a class kind of between there that didn't. They were highly touted, but weren't really super in love with wrestling all the time. And that he felt like that played out on the mat, and uh, so." That's just a huge, huge part of it, and I think it's something they learn from in, in recruiting, it's like it's not just about who they are and how good they mm-hmm. are now, but just how much they, how much they love it. And I think that's one of the biggest jobs of the college coaches is actually dis- being able to discern how much the kids really love it, right?
1: Yes, yeah, huge. And how, do
0: you, how do you figure that out? Because every kid's going to tell you they love it, and all the yeah. coaches are probably going to tell you when when Tom and Kale come to the coach. They want their – think of what it means. I mean, in someone like Jody, it's different because he's – but like a lot of these club coaches, it's like you want to tell your guy, yeah. You want to advocate for your guy. That's being a good coach to say, yes, Coach Brains, yes, Coach Sands. They love it. They really want to do it. So it's, you know, how do you figure out how much – what kind of investigation do you have to do to figure out do they really love it? And they're clearly yeah, doing a, i mean both both teams are doing a good job of that now. It's,
1: it's such a trick obviously now yeah with the club coaches there because i mean i i feel it right i gotta i gotta be totally honest because if i and and i and i gotta see the future a little bit because if i if i predict wrong for someone they're less likely to trust me the next time yes you know so i, I want to be fully up front with them i want to be on point when i give them a read on a kid or what i think about a kid i want to make sure i nail it um but yes obviously for like you said for uh say a high school coach how many kids are going to send to iowa penn state right so it's a big deal that they do that the right way
0: of course of course um what else did he say um, he talked about Spencer would have beat Gilman in the 2020 trials and that, you know, he said, hey, we he said had- five
1: Olympic gold medalists, which I am not sure where he's getting all them from. I, I, I wish you I wish you I wish they would the interviewer said, Nate, who who are they? Um, well, I think he because, thought the ladies
0: uh, that left- well, which
1: they would have won because none of them won the Olympics. Yeah, I think he's so
0: this are the, the ideas that they would have if they were there. Okay.
2: Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean,
0: I don't. I don't necessarily agree they would have had five Olympic gold medals, but I certainly believe that Tom Brands probably believes that. It's probably all that matters. Um, and Terry sort of alluded to to the Gilman thing too. They're they're not saying his name, but they're they're alluding to him, like, um, basically when, when Spencer got there, he said, you know, some people around Spencer's weight left because, um of who he was and what he was going to do. And, you know, obviously the only guy in the Hawkeye Wrestling Club that left around Spencer's time other than Tony was, which really Tony was before Spencer, was Gilman. Yeah. So it's interesting how much that's, that is coming up. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm pumped. A, Let's see it. I know. I know, if we can only if we can only see it. So other Iowa news, this massive recruiting week, the the big the biggest news, they There's got they got a couple guys, but they got Nate or Jessaroga. Or and Jessaroga is just I I think so highly of him and I you know before who's number one and you know cadet trials I'm like this guy is just gonna work at the next level. And he's someone who Year one, I think, could probably go and have a big impact. Now, will it fit lineup-wise for him to go right away? I don't know. But you want to talk about a log jam at, at Iowa, Jess Roga is not going to be a part of that in, in terms of he's not going to be someone, in my opinion, that's got to be behind anyone. I think he's going to go right away whenever he wants to and, and be an impact guy. I think it's going to be he and Drake, 25-33, some combination. Good one-two punch they're going to be nasty they're going to be super
2: good and i, I
0: like Jessaroga a lot
2: It's funny take- brands was talking about recruiting not from iowa and then they go get two of arguably iowa's biggest recent recruits well
0: yeah i th- and i think if you look back then wh- who is he talking about well you could speculate but the it was a it was a big deal at the time when freddie stroker left the state you know really at the time listen ben the ki- most stroker was beating kimmer stroker beat. there was like uh i forgot
1: that it was the,
0: the, the stroke it was so it's so funny now because the, the debate was like stroker shenzo kimmer and who's who and those guys were like it was kind of dealer's choice at the time like who's better sure and Ultimately, obviously, we see how it played out. Kimmer was great, Chinzo was great, and Stroker it, it didn't work out at the next level. But when he got out, it was like, okay, this is this good, is this bad? But they they got Kimmer, right, and that yeah. ultimately played out.
1: Well, I mean, half of their lineup currently is Pennsylvania, and has been for a few years now. Yes, yes. So, yeah, but, I mean, they, they almost have no native Iowa borns in their. Who do they have? Well, Nelson. None. Well, Nelson he
0: was in the starting,
1: line starting lineup last year. No, Nelson started. Not the NCA's. Oh. Am I forgetting?
0: Well, yeah, yeah. He was their eighty-four. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, He's, you're right. He didn't yeah.
0: place. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I think, they're, they realize well what you know the the country realizes like you can't just win with Iowa with just Iowa guys. You got to pick, yes. pick, but Drake and. And Nate are—they're just going to work out. It's very obvious they're going to be super good at the next level, right?
1: Were there any Iowa guys that they missed on that went and did no. well somewhere else?
0: Um, who? Uh, See, I'm may- not
1: really great on the high school recruiting stuff. There was a name. I mean,
0: no, I don't know. Not many. I, Iowa yeah. was down nationally for 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 a bit there. Got it. I don't know if JD doesn't know. Lord knows I
2: don't. They didn't miss out on anybody <laughs> that really panned out, right? So, JD, you don't remember any? Come yeah. on. He's, well, there was some like decent recruits, but nobody that ended up out. going. You in. You know, one they wanted, but I think I think it
0: was Teskey. Teskey was um, he's kind of panning oh, yeah. out a little bit. a good one. And He he panning out. No. Um they they liked Teskey a lot. Penn State liked Teskey a lot. Thompson, Thompson went to Nebraska. Alex Thompson. He was a big recruit at the time. So yeah. Not mm-hmm. not too many, not a ton. Um, but yeah, you gotta recruit nationally for, for sure. And mm-hmm. even even it's funny because Penn Penn State's kind of similar too. Like they've got they're all over the map as well. Like as great as Pennsylvania yeah. is, they're they've had to go elsewhere. Aaron Brooks is, is Maryland. Yeah. Um
1: RBY. They actually don't recruit a lot of Pennsylvania. I feel like.
0: Well, they do, and they don't. I mean, they they have, but like Kirk Fleet's not. Um, Beard is. Uh, Max Dean is not.
1: Saroki is. Not. Um, Soroki is. is. And they had, they had a good stretch with with Chenzo. Uh, Chenzo. Nolzane uh, was obviously for a minute, but yeah, Nico. No, now Nico. Yeah, the majority of their lineup is not Iowa. You know, not Pennsylvania, and a lot of the Pennsylvania guys in the ERA went to actually went to Iowa.
2: Yeah, fascinating. Yeah. They also picked up Aiden Riggins, another big N state recruit.
0: And Hunter Mason to Virginia Tech. Go Hokies. this
2: morning. That's big news for – Hawks also got McKee Griffith and uh, Carson Martinson. Talk about Riggins and Griffith a
0: little bit, J.D.
2: Uh, Middleweight guys, solid. Um, Riggins was in the Fargo Finals this year. Uh, I think he got – they take third at Akron. Or did he make no, the finals? R- 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 no, he, he made the finals. R- he, beat,
1: R- he beat skulls
2: in the semis. And he, so he he took a match two. from Haynes, I think. Yes, he yes, he took what he made the finals. He took one match. That's a big. From Haynes. That's a big deal. Because Haynes is, is quite good. Yeah, I know his camp was kind of parting for him to maybe get into who's number one, but he he's on that big national level. Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, let's go to some questions. There's more Iowa discussion to be had for sure as we're gearing up for the D1 season. Uh, but we want to get to some questions here, 933, deep in the heart of Texas. From Coach Jason Cook, were the wings, or as I call them, arm bars, coming in bunches due to the lower level of competition? I don't think so.
1: I don't think so either.
0: I think I think it's one of those things come in in waves. Like if, I remember 2014 Worlds, all the Russians were hitting fireman's carries and dumps and just like sometimes you just bring something new that is not new. But maybe it hasn't been around as much, and then boom, yeah. they're dumping everyone, and then yes. it changes. And I think the yeah. wings were kind of like our version of that, and it's something that's sort of it's maybe completely unique to American wrestling. And you know, Helen said she saw David, or maybe it was Th- I forget who she said she saw do it, or Th- Thomas. Maybe she's like, wait, I can do that. I should just do that. And then she hit, <laughs> she hits the bar. She said. It was funny, her interview, she's like, I can just see something and just remember how to do it, and then it's in my mind to do it.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: um, I would I would be more interested on Ben's perspective.
1: No, I, I think you nailed it. I think sometimes it's just like that where, you know, they start catching things, and probably, you know, almost a little bit of a coincidence that there were so many of them. You know, like if you go the next time, it probably won't be that way. It's not like all of a sudden this, this technique is going to take over. It's just not going to happen.
0: No yeah there's really very little technique that's just going to have it's that nuance that can just be a thing it's not going to be the new gut wrench right on yeah, bars and exactly. yes. but I do think it does have a sneak element uh just like just like you know the bar half thing like that hmm. David hit he he hits that that's not the first time he's hit that he hit that yeah. oh, yeah. And he's you can catch you can there's a surprise element that the folk yes, style surprise. brings
1: yeah yeah, especially because so many of those guys have not ever felt that, right? So they're they're a little bit vulnerable. I mean, it's not going to work on top regularly because you you don't have the time, right? It's not like you can spend a minute on top and work work through it. But once in a while, you're definitely going to be able to sneak that one in there.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm curious what how does now Spencer's got, got good regular parterre. but do you think he yeah. could ever like we see him using his like bar tilts or? T- roll through stuff for in freestyle
1: yeah i mean like if you say running behind and there's the arm out and he catches the bar on the way back I'm for sure he could use it i mean but i think the thing with spencer is he uses so many laces so he might not put himself in position right uh the gut gut wrench transitions is where you can sometimes catch those arms And if he's down on the laces then it won't be the case
2: yes who knows what his part there looks like now yeah,
0: he's he's really, I mean, he's good lace to gut, too. He'll work the lace, and he'll come up. Who was doing that? Someone was doing that really well for, for Team USA. Was it J- I don't know if it was Jaden. I don't remember. It's all, uh, I blacked out, but it definitely it's happened. Uh, lace to gut. Uh, next question from at some point today. Is Gilman the most disrespected wrestler in American history? Wow. For years, fans have viewed him as just a placeholder for Spencer. Sort of true. Even minutes after winning gold, there were people, ben, tweeting about Spencer. For well, the record,
2: on this show, I said he is now one of the best, lightest weights in American history. Yes.
1: After he won. Listen, Where you- I got Gilman's back. I was, talk- I was talking positive about him all day when you guys were trying to throw him under the bus after this Terry Rand's interview. Who threw him under the bus?
0: <laughs> I threw it.
1: You uh- just
0: made that up out of nowhere
1: no you know yeah I had to bring you guys back he's world champ he's been killing his jump levels even if Spencer maybe got the better of him in the room it's a it is a different guy I, I want to see it listen I didn't even say Spencer's gonna get him I just said I want to see the match that's a reasonable comment to have I want to see the match
2: bottom line Thomas is, he, is, is
0: Gilman been disrespected
2: leading up to this Gilman. not really I feel like he's been accurately represented I think I think yes.
1: the, I agree
0: I would say the disrespect was, um, disrespect, I don't know if that's the word. I think it was calling it what it was leading into the trials.
1: Yeah. Just, yes. They got lost to Seth. He got pinned by and Zach Tom, Sanders. Yeah. And so, I mean, if we look at Thomas's career, I, I, I would say accurately represented is a very good uh, way to put it, J.D. I mean, he never won an NSA title. Then that, then his senior year, he comes out and shocks everyone and makes the world finals. Like, no one, how could you predict that? He almost got knocked out of the last chance tournament, which was his chance to qualify for World Team Brawls yeah. by, DeShazer. I don't even flip and remember, some, DeShazer, someone who was not that great. DeShazer doesn't hurt and his then, wrist that
2: year. Thomas Kilman doesn't win silver. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: okay. So so then there's that. And then he gets Go beat back off the, the match. team. By, uh, stop. He gets beat, <laughs> beat off the team by Dayton Fix. And then, you know, he has a few bad losses in, in, I can't remember is there Iranian or Azerbaijani or something Azari. like that Where we're like there yeah and we're like okay wow maybe he's and so yeah we didn't think he was gonna make the team this year and then all of a sudden but now he's had two chances in the last three months to prove that he's really jumped levels and he has he's a, so th- so Thomas Gilman between the time frames of um July 2021 and October 2021 is it is a different one. And and now if you look back at his career, it's just a different story, completely different story. So no, I don't think he's been disrespected.
0: Yeah. I I don't, I don't think so either. And I think it's just natural that people are going to, well, one Spencer is just going to be a lightning rod for discussion throughout his career, but we've got a three time, probably soon, definitely soon to be a four time champ that a lot of people think is the best lightweight fair or not. In America, and that, that's just that's just good, healthy discussion that people want to see that. Match, I agree. Right? I mean, I think that's yes. just good. Right? I think, you we know, we don't that. have a lot of weights where it's like that. Like, we're starting the, to get there. Well, I mean, who is the obvious match you want to see Jordan
1: against? I don't know.
0: Who's the obvious Jake. match for? Di- yeah, exactly. Different weight classes.
1: But even, but even, I mean, so skill level wise, they're just placed at the world seventy nine kilograms, no doubt. So. Like, but there's not deep there, you know not jo- placing. You're just placing at the worlds. But Ben, you don't watch
0: down. Jordan win worlds and be like, "I gotta see Daringer versus Burroughs.
1: it's it just because it's just because we just saw it. But if so, if, okay, let, if let, we let hadn't me, seen uh, it. Uh, We no, we would on, not oh, clamor Christian for Piles. Us. Christian Piles. Let me tell you something real quick right here, brother. Okay, All right, brother. If Jordan Burroughs had gotten hurt. Prior to the September World Team Trials, mm-hmm. okay, Alex Deeringer goes and gets a silver medal at Worlds. Okay, are you saying I want to see that match? Because I bet you are. Yes, I want to see how Jordan does. Alex just took a silver, like, and that, yeah, so yeah, you are. I mean, Deeringer's really good.
0: Listen, I feel like this is about there's Alex other Deeringer things now. Yeah, there's other things, but I just there's not a thing like this because there's an element of. Unknown with Spencer because of his lack of senior level matches. Whereas we've seen Daringer, right, and we've seen Jordan as well. Now we want to see him against each other. Um, Yes. Like I and I don't know who who is sixty one. Am I like I gotta see Dayton versus guy? I don't know
2: Roman. Well, he just killed them all. That's but that's why. Oh, that's a good one. I want to see the Vito rematch. Vito just beat him in Olympic Trials. I know Dayton's different, and that's why I want to see it again.
0: Different. Yes.
2: Um. What is what? Yeah, I don't know. There's not a match
0: like like Spencer Gilman out there.
1: But it's yeah. not just because it, – it's not
2: exclusively because of the skill levels. It's because there's a lot of other things tied to it. Yeah, oh, because yeah. Because Spencer has been a star since he was 10 years old. Well, it's because the Hawkeye, they, they, they were in the, the same Hawkeye wrestling things. room.
1: And because Gilman went to pen, Nittany Lion. Yeah, there, there's a lot of things that are tied to it that make it extra exciting. Cool. Um, yes, there there is
0: definitely a lot. Um, but no, I don't think Thomas Gilman, Gilman's getting a lot of respect right now. D- Dake was very complimentary of how much better Gilman's gotten to everyone's, everyone's taken notice. I, uh, this may be the last yeah. question. How did the great Oklahoma right. state university Cowboys handle 25, 33, 41. I think it's sort of obvious. The real uh, Avery Lynch, Avery Lynch is a, as a frequent uh, question asker. So I'll, I'll indulge him even if we've talked about it, but it seems obvious to me, it's going to be Mastro Dayton, Carter young. Um, I think they view Carter as a 41. I think that makes sense for their lineup. I think Dayton is uh, perfectly suited for 33. And I think Mastro at 25 is the only place he can start. And he's good. Yeah. So go with it. I think, hey, that's, hey, I think that's their lineup.
1: Christian, I was watching Dayton at the World. And then my heel is kind of big and thick. Like I think he kills it at 41 also. Especially if Yanni moves to 49. like Dayton at 41 is kind of interesting to me also.
0: Yeah, I th- I think Yanni's gonna go 49. It's not decided um, okay. at this point, or it wasn't as of Worlds just determined what he's gonna do. But if he goes 41, it's gonna be we're not gonna see him much at all. It'll be like a EIWA's NCA's thing because he's he's big, big. Huh. So I don't see that. Well, B- Ben is now uh, he's he's yawning. So maybe t- maybe time to go. Ben is exhausted.
1: Are You getting enough we sleep. Have, uh... Uh, yeah, my, I just yawned. Yawned just a lack of oxygen to the brain. That's it. I did, I gotta. Well, actually, two nights ago, my kids were up, like every one of my kids woke up in the middle of the night freaking and my dog, WTF. Really? Can't you people go to sleep? Yeah, it was annoying as shit. <laughs> How's everything else going? Everything's great. Yeah, everything's great. All right. Um, yeah.
0: will table, some don't you? Do, do your
1: kids ever wake up still, Christian, or no?
0: They're pretty good sleepers. No. They sort of always have been. I mean, they
1: – yeah, I can't remember the last time. Ozzy's always been terrible. Andy was really good. Alex was good at night but didn't take naps. But the, two nights ago, they were all up. Andy was wandering around trying to sleep in our bed. Ozzy was up yelling about uh, – my wife tried giving him – what she tried giving him? Uh, oh, some water or something. He didn't want it. He got he flipped out in the middle of the night because he didn't want the water. It was Yeah. It happens
0: more when no. they're around that around that age. Mine are 8 and 10. Caleb, yeah. he gets up too early. We're trying to keep him in bed. He gets up and he's eating his breakfast and reading and, I don't know, watching baseball highlights when he gets up. There um, you go. So yeah, there you go. All right, let's get the heck out of here. 944 deep in the heart of Texas. We'll be back tomorrow, no doubt about it. We'll talk some more worlds because I have a few more things to get to. We'll talk some more oh, D1, Iowa, Penn State. Team race stuff. I think we're going to have some fun news to talk about tomorrow that you don't know about yet.
1: I'll text you. You, you son of a bitches. Keep <laughs> me in the dark. I don't appreciate it.
0: Oh, one o'clock. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great, great day. See you tomorrow. For Murphy, oh JD, and Ben Askin, I'm Christian Piles. Have a great day. Goodbye.